0: The broadcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode.
1: Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to Kiagen's webinar on scaling your bioinformatics with Kyogen CLC genomic server and Kiagen's CLC genomic cloud engine, which will be presented by Jonathan Jacob. My name is Emily Dimmick, and I will be your host for today's webinar. Before we begin the presentation, we have a few housekeeping issues to go over. First, could you please find the chat box in your GoToWebinar panel and let me know whether the audio is working and that you can hear me clearly. You can just type hi or hello. Thank you for responding. All attendees will be in listen-only mode today to avoid any background noise during the presentation. So if you experience any connection issues, uh, like you can't see my slides or you can't hear the audio, please type in the chat box. In addition, please use this chat box to submit your questions and comments throughout the webinar, and our presenter will answer these at the end of the presentation. So we are joined today by Jonathan Jacobs, Ph.D., um, and he is currently the Director of Global Product Management, uh, Genomic Analysis for Kiogen Digital Insights. He is currently directing the development of Kiogen's CLC bio software portfolio Now now I will hand over the presentation to Jonathan. Thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you, Emily. So today I'll be talking about the enterprise and cloud solutions for the CLC portfolio of products for bioinformatics and genomics analysis. Um, Before I go ahead and get started on our presentation, uh, I just need to make sure that the audience is aware that uh, these products are not intended for diagnosis or prevention or treatment of disease, uh, and that this legal disclaimer applies to the entire presentation hereafter. So next we have a brief outline of sort of the road that we'll be taking together over the next hour or so. Uh, we'll basically be giving a quick overview of the uh, Kaigen Digital Insights portfolio and the services and capabilities that we offer our customers. And then I'll be diving into the um, specifics of our genomics server product and the CLC genomics cloud engine product, including the connection, uh, connecting to the, the, these platforms, setting them up, running analysis and bioinformatics, as well as I'll be touching on some uh, issues around administration um, of uh, these platforms once they're up and running. In addition, I'll briefly be talking about two other products, the CLC assembly cell and our software developers kit. So Kaigen Digital Insights uh, is a fairly broad division of Kaigen. We offer products that uh, span um, bioinformatics and content solutions uh, all the way from the uh, basic research end of the spectrum uh, into the clinical um, uh, decision-making supports end of the spectrum. And specifically, we'll be talking about products uh, in this uh, box on this table here, which is the intersection of basic research and discovery and data analytics and processing. Frequently, customers who uh, are involved in next-gen sequencing or high-throughput analysis for genomics data, they need to scale their research uh, to higher levels, and to do that, uh, there's often a decision made between investing in on-premise hardware and solutions or taking their analysis into the cloud. And I'm very happy to say that we now support both Uh, uh, Both solutions, uh, on premise and cloud, um, depending on uh, whatever our customers' needs may be. Titan is one of the largest bioinformatics solutions companies in the world. Uh, We have over 90,000 active users of our software globally, and uh, our our organization is composed of over 400 uh, bioinformaticians and software developers, including over 100 PhD level scientists that are contributing to the software. Specifically for the CLC portfolio, which primarily focuses on uh, what we refer to as secondary analysis. That is the interpretation of the raw sequencing data that's produced off of uh, next gen uh, sequencing platforms and uh, the uh, analysis of the data to um, uh, start to then be able to make uh, tertiary insights or downstream uh, under, you know, better understanding of the results of the data like RNA-seq or variant calling for oncology and so forth and so on. Um, CLC Genomics Workbench is the flagship product for this portfolio. Uh, It covers a wide range of capabilities ranging from microbiome profiling to RNA-seq, genomics, whole genome assembly, and epigenomics, as well as variant calling and resequencing analysis. And we also have a very robust uh, set of tools for molecular biology, uh, such as vector design, um, PCR, primer design, and panel design as well. We have a number of plugins for the CLC platform, such as the biomedical genomics analysis plugin, which enables um, a lot of our uh, RNA-seq and epigenetics uh, capabilities, as well as providing built-in support for our Ki-seq, uh panel business, which Chiagen uh, has a robust selection of pre-built panels, and we can build custom solutions as well um, for targeted next-gen sequencing and um, Uh, in a variety of different uh, use cases. And our CLC platform supports all of these existing panels out of the box with workflows uh, that our researchers are using uh, to quickly go from sample to insight. In addition, we have microbial genomics modules uh, that uh, can support everything from clinical microbiology to uh, basic research in microbial genomics and microbiome analysis, um, as well as a very robust Set up tools for genome finishing and processing uh, for for wider use. The, um, recently, we launched the Kaijen Genomics Pro Suite as well, which integrates a number of these tools into a single package or bundle. And the Pro Suite uh, uh, seamlessly integrates with both the cloud engine and the uh, genomic server. And lastly, um, we also have a robust services division. So uh, for any of the uh, of our customers, that uh, our software is not immediately meeting their needs for out of the box. Uh, we have a robust API and a whole team of custom solutions developers and bioinformaticians that can design uh, solutions for essentially any research need. So, with that, uh, I'll now talk um, more about the, our enterprise solutions. Um, one quick note I'd like to make, though, is um, the uh, A number of our customers, especially in the academic space, uh, use CLC also for teaching purposes. And starting this year, in 2020, we are launching our Educational Training License Program. And this is where any customer that purchases the CLC Genomics server or CLC Genomics Cloud Engine platform is entitled to receive free licenses for the CLC Genomics Workbench desktop software for teaching purposes only. Um, If you'd like more information about this, you can contact the sales division, and uh, they would be happy to provide you with with information on how that program works. So, our on-premise solution for enterprise um, analysis of NGS data is the CLC Genomics Server. Uh, This is a centralized hub uh, that uh, harmonizes the workflows and data uh, across uh, a larger data analysis group, um, and enables labs to provide access to NGS data and bioinformatics solutions by for both the research scientists in the lab as well as expert bioinformaticians that need tools like command line tools custom plugins, and the ability to run uh, open source uh, applications using our external applications capability the Genomic server uh, can sit on a variety of different hardware, ranging from uh, a simple desktop workstation uh, all the way up to uh, a very large, high-performance computing cluster. And in a clustered environment, it actually provides uh, two different ways to distribute uh, the computational workload across the cluster, uh, and it will also work seamlessly with uh, pre-existing clusters uh, that are running uh, analysis jobs using a different queuing system uh, on Linux, for example. So the big advantage of the, uh, the genomic server platform is, you know, this is an, immediately gives uh, Workbench users and uh, command line access to Um, A high-performance system, Uh, jobs can be queued up and submitted, and when the analysis is is completed, you can then return and access your results. Um, It eliminates uh, the costs for um, maintaining and constantly bug-fixing your own code and maintaining your own uh, centralized uh, data repository, because we take care of that for you. Uh, and it also provides a centralized way of managing workflows for multiple users um, to access and then run um, in in an identical way across a group, which is uh, often has a high value to, to customers, especially in a production environment where there might be many users, um, but they have common workflows or, or SOPs that they're following for their analysis. The CLC Genomic Server can be deployed in uh, three different ways. Uh, we have a single server installation, a master server with what we refer to as job nodes, or a master server with grid nodes set up. In the single server solution, the uh, CLC Genomic Server is usually installed on a single workstation or rack. It's very easy to set up, it takes just a few minutes, and it essentially serves as a a data hub but it does have the ability to offload workflows and analysis routines from workbench and command line users onto the server that can be run um sort of in the background and then reconnected to the results once they're completed on a job node setup the uh the, the difference between that and a grid node is that a job node is set up either on a dedicated cluster where the individual compute nodes are running only uh, CLC genomics server um, uh, and only will be processing uh, bioinformatics workflows from CLC, uh, or the job node setup can also be used in a distributed setup where you have multiple computers spread out across a network, for example, and these uh, individual computers uh, can share the workload f- uh, across that network uh, and provide a lab with additional computational horsepower. In a grid node setup, which is our most expandable and flexible um, uh, setup here, this is where the the CLC Genomics Server is installed on a high-performance computing cluster. Um, Typically, this is an existing cluster that already is running um, a scheduler of some kind uh, that the Linux uh, operating system, for example, um, might might be running. And uh, it's we currently we support drama uh, compatible schedulers like Lua, Slurm, LFS, and PBS. And it also runs on both um, uh, CentOS, Ubuntu, Red Hat, um, as well as uh, Windows HPC, as well. Um, those customers that might be using Microsoft's HPC solution as an operating system. Our The CLC Genomics Cloud Engine uh, extends both Workbench and genomics server capabilities into the cloud. And what this product uh, does essentially is uh, creates a virtual queue that runs on Amazon Web Services or AWS um, so that jobs can be submitted for analysis in the queue from either individual uh, CLC Genomics Workbench clients the clc genomics server itself or we have a command line tool as well that uh, enables jobs to be submitted directly to the uh, to the cloud engine that's running Um, this enables our our users to build and deploy custom workflows on the fly Um, you don't have to pre-position data you can actually stream data up to the cloud and then pull down your results uh, on the fly as well and we provide a web portal for administrators and users alike to monitor the progress of jobs which we'll take a look at later see the status of jobs how many jobs are running on the, on the cloud etc and get an idea of what your throughput would be um, the other thing to keep in mind is for more advanced users uh, for example those that might be looking to integrate uh, a bioinformatics platform like our cloud engine into a larger infrastructure uh, we have a RESTful API so that all of the capabilities of the Genomics Cloud Engine can be programmatically integrated in with a larger system. For example, if you have a LIMS system, or if your organization had a pre-existing method or our system for queuing up uh, bioinformatics workflows and needed to manage those jobs in a in a particular way, you could you could use a REST interface to um, to take advantage of the, the full power of uh, GCE uh, running on AWS. So there's essentially two different ways uh, to deploy in the cloud. Um, As I mentioned earlier, you can run the Genomics Cloud Engine in the absence of uh, an on-premise server, which is in this scenario, which is uh, what I do frankly from home, I work from home. Uh, We have a Genomics Cloud Engine that that is uh, running on AWS for employees of uh, Conjun Digital Insights. And I can connect to my workbench from home and build workflows uh, and launch those workflows uh, in the cloud on the fly and then download the results or um, some of the results or all the results uh, as needed afterwards uh, for further analysis. if um, be. Similarly, if you have a server set up, um, and this server can be either a Individual single instance uh, of the genomic server running on an individual workstation that would serve as sort of a centralized hub for your lab, or a fully blown uh, high-performance computing cluster that would be connected to the cloud uh, and create sort of a hybrid computing environment. Um, either is fine. Um, in this scenario, the Genomics Cloud Engine um, jobs are actually submitted to the Genomics Cloud Engine from the on-premise CLC Genomics server. And this, it's the server that actually manages the submission of the jobs, the pushing and pulling of data from S3, um, which, by the way, can be decided at runtime when you're submitting your workflows. You can decide if you want your data downloaded automatically or, or keep, it on, keep it in the cloud, for example. Um, and uh, this is a, a great setup for labs that are um, have a number of users that need, for, for very quick analysis, maybe you want to run it locally on your local on-premise server, Um, but for larger jobs, uh, you might wanna have them uh, distributed onto your cloud infrastructure. Um, Similarly, um, the same workbenches and and command line users, for example, that are accessing your on-premise server can still, if your administrator permits it, and this all depends on sort of how you set it up, they can connect directly to the genomics cloud engine as well, Um, so you can have multiple queues um, set up for the cloud engine. Um, with different levels of priorities and different instance types associated with those queues, as well. So now I'll get into uh, a bit of the specifics on connecting to the cloud engine and um, and our server. So first, I'll, I'll talk a bit about the genomics server. So once you have a, a CLC genomics server set up, um, you um, the typical way you would connect to it is through the CLC Genomics Workbench. And this is kind of just a high-level overview of the Genomics Workbench interface for those that are not uh, necessarily familiar with it. Um, The Workbench is a desktop uh, application. Um, There's a quick launcher. Your files and data are found in the navigation area. You can monitor the process of jobs um, in the toolbox area under processes, and the individual analysis tools, for example, are found under the toolbox menus. Um, and we also have a workspace manager, uh, reference data manager, seamless download tools for working with data off of pulling data from NCBI, for example, um, and uh, our powerful workflow um, uh, canvas, where you can go in and design and, and um, uh, uh, build workflows for bioinformatics analysis on the fly, and, um, and these workflows then can be deployed on the cloud or, or on your server. So to connect to the server, um, you would open up your file menu, you would go to CLC, server connection. It launches your connection here. And in this case, you can see that I'm logging into a server that we have on-premise uh, within QDI. Um, and this uh, server name, port number and all that sort of thing would be provided by your server administrator. This provides it a, a secure encrypted connection to my server. And you'll notice that the fact that I have a username and password to log into my on-premise server also, as you might guess, suggests that the administrator also has the ability to set up user groups with various different levels of permissions, et cetera. So you can create um, private folders and sections of data uh, directly through the server um, and on within the genomics workbench um, to kind of keep your, uh, your individual users' data um, secure and separated from one another. Um, in the lower left-hand corner of the workbench, you have these little status indicators, um, which uh, also kind of tell you whether or not you're connected or not. You can also log in uh, and run workflows directly on the server from the command line. Um, the way that we do this is you download the free um, uh, CLC genomic Server Command Line tool. Uh, this tool enables users to have full programmatic access to a, a server on-premise, uh, also using the same uh, encryption and uh, data security model that we would use in the workbench. Um, You essentially create a passphrase first and then once you have this encrypted passphrase you can then use that to submit jobs um, uh, on the fly and if you have workflows that you've created in the workbench those workflows can be exported um, and run also directly from uh, from the workbench uh, or from your laptop for example uh, from the command line and in this case i i have a windows laptop uh, command line prompt here uh, just as an example of course uh, most of our command line users are using Linux, um, but I just, I included this here as a, to underscore that, emphasize that we support command line use of the server uh, on premise as well as our cloud products um, for both uh, Windows, Mac, for, for all of them, uh, Windows, Mac and Linux operating systems. So this is an example of connecting to the server uh, from the command line where the user basically logged in, they executed a simple command, which was to list the directories of a particular folder um, and those individual results that are returned, which if this were part of a larger script, for example, um, this would enable users to sort of programmatically access um, different files uh, that were, or different results that might have been produced by a particular workflow that was run. So connecting to the cloud engine. So connecting to the cloud engine is somewhat similar uh, through the file menu in the workbench. You would click your cloud connection uh, button or you can use the shortcut uh, which is this icon here. Uh, there's a status indicator in the lower left-hand corner that also indicates that whether or not you're actively connected to the cloud. Um, and In order to uh, use the uh, Cloud Engine, you need to have installed on your workbench our uh, CLC uh, Cloud Connection plugin, which is a free plugin. You can install it and run it. And if you don't have the Genomics Cloud Engine as a product set up on your Amazon account, um, then uh, the plugin still enables you to store uh, data, to push and pull and retrieve data from uh, your Amazon S3 bucket. So even without the general cloud engine, you can still use the workbench to um, run w- workflows on-premise with data that uh, originated in the cloud. Um, once you've connected using uh, this tool to your Amazon Web Services account, you'll be able to pull down any of the data that you, would, that you may have stored in your Amazon S3 buckets. So once you've filled out your specific URL that is provided by your IT administrator, um, If your organization provides a SSL certificate, you would uh, would need that. If you don't have an SSL certificate for security, you can uh, check the untrusted certificate button here, which is um, really just a, uh, um, typically what happens is when you don't have a, uh, when you have a self-signed SSL uh, certificate, uh, a lot of web browsers will trigger a warning that this is an untrusted website, but it's your own, uh, login web uh, uh, credentials and your own uh, login page that you're uh, going to be navigating to, which you'll see on the next screen. It's not necessarily there is no uh, encryption. There definitely is. It's just that the certificate itself is, is, is sort of, quote-unquote, unsigned. So there's a warning that would be issued. So we offer the option to check this box to basically bypass that automatically um, so that users don't get um, spooked uh, when they're um, their web browser um, warns them that there's an unsigned certificate. Um, let's go to the next slide. So after clicking the login screen from within the Workbench, your web browser launches, and here you can see the login team that our login page that our enterprise team has set up, um, where you would then log in uh, through this web uh, interface. Um, the This is the next page. It says login has now succeeded. And you then go back to the workbench and you would then see that your light here is now green. Um, In our case, you have a choice of which S3 bucket you would like to run. And you can also uh, change the local caching area where temporary files are stored, which can improve the performance of workflows depending on uh, where they're being run and which region of the world um, you may be um, running them in. So the uh, once you've run jobs in the cloud, you can also under the same menu here uh, click the down uh, the, the menu here, which opened up this search for cloud jobs um, tool. And what that tool does, it opens up a, ta- a table of pre-existing jobs that were existing on the cloud. Um, this is these are the sort of the output of individual workflows that were previously run. Um, you can select each of the rows in this table. Uh, There's a wide range of statistics that are uh, logged uh, for each of these. We provide um, signed URLs, which is a secure way of downloading um, individual files that um, may exist uh, um, in your S3 bucket that you can share with with users. And when you click the download metadata, it will um, uh, grab the individual workflow results of that individual workflow that you ran and kind of uh, give you some idea of um, the um, underlying algorithms that were run that were part of the workflow, et cetera. Um, So what you see here are basically these are six uh, individual data sets that were produced or results, if you will, that were produced from running, um, I guess this would be Three workflows are called MSA Plus Tree, a workflow called de novo assembly simple, an assembly workflow, and this identified seek kind of DNA somatic variations workflow. Um, and each of these would have their own set of results separately. That um, if you wanted to download all of the results, then you would just simply click this button here, and it would download the results for that, that individual job back to your either your Workbench uh, or your uh, server, depending on um, what your what your deployment strategy was. So how do you actually do analysis in the cloud once you have the genomic server or, or on-premise, for that matter? Once you have the, bio, the um, CLC genomic server set up uh, locally, um, there are um, a number of ways that we can support uh, data analysis uh, on-premise. So... Uh, In particular, what you see here is um, we support ad hoc bioinformatics analysis. We can run individual jobs or individual algorithms, like in this case, the Denovo assembly tool. Um, You'll notice that when you launch that tool, it actually prompts you with which grid or which queue you want to submit your jobs to on your server. you can also have external applications installed on your server. So if you have open source tools that you want to run, these can be enabled through our uh, through the menu in the, in the workbench itself. And you can then choose to run these workflows, choose to run these tools on your genomic server, um, just as you would uh, any other uh, tool that's built into uh, CLC. Um, and in addition, of course, you can build and deploy any workflow within CLC. Um, Uh, And deploy them on on the server Um, that then can be installed and rerun uh, reproducibly by anybody else in your group. So, as an example, running a De Novo novo assembly on the the Genomics Cloud Engine, or I'm sorry, the Genomics Server, um, you would uh, launch the individual tool, uh, De Novo assembly, from the toolbox within the workbench. Um, it will, The first window will prompt you to choose your, um, where you want to run it, either locally, just on the head node, or, or submit the job to your grid or your queuing system. And in this case, I'm submitting it to a grid uh, because the server I was connected to had um, a, a, a Linux grid system set up. Um, and uh, this drop-down menu here also gives me a choice of which queue uh, I want to set it up, I want to submit the job to. So then, uh, the next view here is I select the inputs for that de novo assembly. For example, um, I have a bunch of uh, fastq files that I've downloaded from SRA. Uh, I can select all of them if I wanted to and check the run in batch mode, which would then rerun the same tool um, once for each one of my input samples. But in this case, I just selected one of these input samples, went through and configured my parameters as I normally would, um, configured the outputs as I normally would. And then at the last step in the running workflow, it asks me where on my server I want to save my results. So I choose a folder in my in this navigation view um, that's on the server. and click finish, um, and then it goes ahead and runs the job uh, on, the, on the server. If you want to build workflows uh, and run workflows using external applications, Um, It's very easy to do. You would open up the workflow uh, designer tool, uh, gives you a a sort of blank canvas uh, from from onto which you can drag and drop any of the workflows that are available within CLC's toolbox. And in this case, you can see here that we have several um, uh, external uh, open source tools um, that we have wrapped um, and made available to our uh, our CLC genomics server, uh, users. Um, and in this case, what I'm doing is I'm taking this, this external tool here called trim reads using, um, an access internal tool, but, uh, this is actually a, a third party, uh, trimming tool. Um, we just click on this tool, we drag it onto our workflow canvas. Um, it then has its inputs and outputs, uh, defined. You drag them into your de novo assembly tool and connect that. Um, and, uh, uh Select your outputs, and then once this workflow is built, you can save it, or even before you're um, done, uh, save it and install it, or even before you're done installing it, you can also just run the, an ad hoc workflow that you've built on the fly um, directly by just clicking this button here. So running workflows in general um, is also very simple. So within the um, toolbox, you'll notice there's a, a number of pre-built workflows, which is what I'm using as an example here. In the background here behind these pop-up windows, um, you can see that the workflow's been built out. Um, it consists of a number of different tools for doing breast cancer um, variant calling uh, from a panel, a kaijin panel that we, um, that kaijin sells. Uh, from our life sciences division, and so this is a workflow specifically for the DHS User one z um breast, uh, breast cancer analysis panel. So we would launch, uh, analyze CHIAC panels in this example. I click run, it pops up this uh this window here to run it, and again, it's just a matter of simply choosing run on the grid as opposed to run on my workbench. You choose the grid that you want to run it on, which queue you want to run it on, and then submit your job, and then. Once the analysis is done, the workflow is completed running. Um, You'll notice on the left here in my navigation window, I have a number of these different server locations. um, And under the product management location, which is the group that I sit within, um, I have these uh, results files that were produced by the individual workflow. And what we're looking at here is track lists of this uh, somatic breast cancer um, targeted sequencing panel. and uh these this track lists and these individual results uh are automatically output by the workflow that I just run but the important thing is that we're essentially visualizing this data by streaming it across the network um and the data itself is still physically sitting on the server um which is uh, uh obviously much more efficient than than uh having to download everything to your local laptop or workstation sometimes okay so, running data in the cloud and analyzing data in the cloud with the CLC Genomics Cloud Engine. Again, it's very similar. You check your to, – to running uh, analysis using the server. You check your cloud uh, status icon in the lower left-hand corner to make sure that everything is connected and good and you have a green light. Um, if you have a workflow that you want to run, um, you can build a workflow on the fly if you want. Or again, you can use a pre-built workflow that's um, uh, included in a ready-to-use workflow section of our toolbox. In this case, I'm actually custom-built uh, um, a workflow that does reach, does trimming of fast reads, a de novo assembly, the alignment of those contigs to uh, a, a known reference, and then using that same reference to then annotate those contigs with um, the genes and other um, annotations that might be found in the, in the reference genome. Um, so this workflow, once built, can be run uh, on the cloud seamlessly. Uh, it's just a matter of clicking the run button um, that then launches the uh, workflow launching uh, wizard, which similar to how you would see uh, running it locally or running it on the server, um, it prompts you for um, sort of where your data is, which queue you want to run it on. Um, you select your data for input. This particular workflow needed, you to, needed me to specify which reference sequences I was using as input. Um, for the alignment, this is specific to the algorithms that I uh, included in the workflow itself, and then configure my outputs. And in this case, I'm actually saving my results locally, um, which means that the workflow, after it's done running, will actually automatically download the results um, from the cloud back onto the server uh, where the data started in the first place. So you can see here in my processes tab, um, I had submitted a number of jobs to the cloud. Um, I have one job that's sort of still pending, um, the queue. And um, I can open up um, my uh, search in cloud job search, our show in cloud uh, job search tool here, which will open up this table and shows me the status of individual jobs that are um, have already been run on the cloud, as well as any new workflows that are sort of pending. Um, and what I mean by pending is that uh, when you submit a job to the cloud, the job manager, which is sort of the front end interface for the CLC Genomics Cloud Engine, um, will be listening for jobs to be submitted to it. And then, as it receives a job, depending on how you've set up your cloud engine, uh, it will spin up uh, additional instances uh, on AWS to then do the analysis for the uh, the workflow that you've submitted. As soon as those uh, workflows are done running, and, and assuming there are no additional workflows coming in, uh, those instances will then be automatically spun down. So, one of the key advantages of the Genomics Cloud Engine is this ability to auto scale. Um, it will grow and shrink the amount of computational resources needed um, on the fly. So, in this case, um, we're waiting for. Um, this job to actually be submitted to an actual instance. So probably what was happening at this particular time that I took the snapshot was the job manager was in the process of spinning up an instance on AWS. And as soon as that happened, it would go ahead and push the workflow through um, for um for, for analysis. This is a view of the um the actual uh job manager itself uh in the um uh through your web browser. So you can um go out to your web browser uh, every genomics cloud engine uh instant uh setup will have its own um uh, web portal for monitoring the status of jobs and in this uh in this view here you can see that there are four different queues sort of low medium high and as soon as possible it lists the number of jobs that have been um, uh, previously run on these queues uh and the number of jobs that are sorry, that are waiting in the queue um, as well as the uh, number of jobs that are currently running in the queue and the number of jobs that have been previously completed. And if you click on any one of these boxes here, it'll update the data below and give you some specifics about um, how long the job ran and what, who, who, which user had submitted the job and um, what the analysis time was and things like that. Um, this data is also reflected in the, uh, the table that you see uh, in the workbench itself when you're querying which jobs are being run. So I'll talk a bit about server administration and, um, and then after that, we'll get into the cloud administration as well. So the CLC genomic server administration uh, is uh, uh, primarily, uh, probably about 95% of all the administrative tasks that you need uh, for the server can be done through the web interface. The server itself has a web portal uh, and a, a very extensive set of documentation on how to integrate the server um, uh, in a complex environment of both workbenches and command line users as well as um, any kind of API or other systems that have that need programmatic access to the server. Um, The documentation is really your first go-to point um, for um, understanding sort of how to to set up and install and configure things. But once you have it set up and installed, um, administrators simply need to visit their web server here and log in with their administrator password, um, and this gives them the ability to um, uh, monitor jobs that are currently uh, on the server that are running, uh, the resource usage of individual uh, uh, jobs that have been submitted by different users, the ability to prioritize workflows that have already been submitted that are sitting in the queues, um, and also the ability to install custom plugins on the server side. For example, if you um, have a uh, microbial genomics module uh, installed on the workbench and you want to do metagenomics analysis uh, on the server, then the microbial genomics module server uh, extension uh, can be installed by your administrator on your server, and that would en- enable you to uh, sort of offload any of the capabilities of the microbial genomics uh, module would provide to a workbench. You can also run those jobs directly on your server. Uh, and the same is true for the cloud engine as well. In this slide here kind of overviews the uh, similar to a previous slide I showed about the overall architecture. Um, the important thing, the important difference between uh, administering the CLC Genomics server versus the uh, Genomics Cloud Engine, is that many of the um, capabilities and features of the Genomics Cloud Engine are actually administered and managed through uh, pre-existing uh, services and resources that uh, are provided by Amazon Web Services uh, provided by Amazon directly, um, and so. For example, because the cloud engine runs on your Amazon account, um, and Kyogen does not, um, uh, we do not see any of your data, this is all your own uh, cloud infrastructure. Your billing and purchasing uh, um, agent would be someone who would want to know how to monitor costs, for example, right? Your IT administrator um, would be the one who would be administering uh, and deploying resources to support the execution of jobs on the Genomics Cloud and they also would be the one that would be providing um, uh, user-level access uh, to this service so that you might have some CLC genomics workbench users that may only need to have access to the general your on-premise genomics server for example but you might have other workbench users that also need direct access to the cloud engine Um, and that sort of um, user level administration is is provided uh, through AWS's uh, existing console and this kind of gives a breakdown of um, various different types of administration tasks and uh, which one of the uh, aws services are are used to uh, manage these different types of activities um, in addition here i want to highlight that um, we currently support the following uh, running our genomics Cloud engine in the following aws regions globally so we can position our uh digital insights um, computing capabilities in a region that is um, specific to wherever you may be in the world um, uh, we currently do not support China as a region, um, but that is a capability that we'll be deploying um, by probably by the middle of uh, uh, middle of 2020. Uh, it's something that we're adding to our capabilities right now. So lastly, uh, I'd like to say a bit about the uh, two other aspects of our enterprise products. So we have the uh, product called the CLC Assembly Cell. This is a, uh, a collection of uh, pre-compiled binaries of our core algorithms that are contained within the workbench server and cloud products. Um, these binary executables are run from the command line, and it includes tools such as our mapping algorithms, our de novo assembly algorithms, variant calling tools, etc., Um, We have a number of customers that want to include our our optimized um, high-performance algorithms in uh, their own uh, custom scripts and uh, their own non-commercial software. Um, And to do that, uh, one way to accomplish that is to use the CLC assembly cell um, and the the algorithms that are then uh, provided uh, with with a license to use the assembly cell. these executables also run on Windows Mac or Linux, so it also provides um, pretty broad um, usability across different platforms. Um, and we have a number of customers that have uh, integrated these tools in with custom scripts in Bash, Python, Perl, etc. In addition, I want to mention that we do have a fully-blown uh, software developers kit and Java API that becomes available to customers that have an interest in this um you just visit the um clc software developers connection at clcdeveloper.com and apply for uh, access and what this is is there's no cost to this uh we provide a software developer kit which enables you to build your own plugins for use uh, in the genomics Workbench or on the server Um, and as i said we have a fully documented and um, fully supported uh, java api which allows you to do a lot of a lot of really interesting things kind of extend CLC's capabilities far beyond the 400 or so algorithms that we already include um, and I have some examples here for example an influenza typing and annotation pipeline was built by a customer that they currently use and I've um, and been using for a number of years uh, we also have customers that have uh, built custom plugins for um, human identification and mitochondrial sequencing uh, as well as um uh, other applications such as uh, uh, antibody repertoire analysis, epitope uh, epito- prediction pipelines, et cetera. So, thank you very much for your time. Uh, if you have any additional questions, uh, uh, we'd be happy to answer them. Uh, of course, if you have technical questions as well, uh, you can ask now or you can uh, reach out to our uh, support team at TS, Tech for Technical Support, TS bioinformatics at com. Uh, or visit our website and uh, learn more about uh, these platforms. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Jonathan, for the interesting presentation. Now we will have a Q&A session with our speaker. Please use the chat box to submit your questions, and we'll answer them um, in the time remaining. So it looks like the, uh, the first question that we have is, um, does Kyogen manage the cloud serv- service that CLC Genomics Cloud Engine runs on?
0: Uh no. The cloud service is provided by Amazon. It runs on your Amazon account. Uh, the data is stored on in Amazon S3, which is the uh, simple storage solution that Amazon provides for the vast majority of uh, AWS users. It's your storage, it's your cloud infrastructure, uh, and it's your account with Amazon. Uh, we provide so we support you for setting up the genomics cloud engine on your uh, AWS account. But once you have it up and running, uh, how you manage it and how much you use it is uh, is up to you. And you never see your data. Uh,
1: that's, that's pretty neat. <laughs> um, second question, uh, can you use the CLC genomics server in the cloud?
0: So the CLC genomics server itself is really designed to be run on-premise on a workstation or on a high-performance computing cluster uh, or distributed cluster environment. Um, that being said, however, we do have had some customers that have um, put a the CLC genomics server uh, on a virtual machine that runs in the cloud. And we can provide some uh, advice on how best to do that uh, and how to secure it but it does require, uh, we typically recommend a secure virtual private cloud environment to run it in. Um, And um, yeah, so it's definitely possible, but it's not something that we uh, provide our customers out of the box. The cloud engine itself is mainly for data processing and analysis, uh, whereas the cloud server um, does processing and analysis, but it also uh, provides uh, data centralization and data management as well.
1: Okay, great. Um, third question. Um, when you are using the cloud engine, where is my data stored? Does the Kyogen does ever have access to the data?
0: Yes. Yeah, so I, I uh, yeah, so um the previous question uh, was similar, similarly asked. Um, so again, KIAGEN does not ever see your data. Um, your, the data sits on Amazon S3 in the cloud in the S3 bucket that you set up and create when you have the genomics cloud engine installed on your uh, cloud architecture or infrastructure. Um, you can uh, store your data in multiple different Uh, what what Amazon calls regions Uh, they have different regions around the world uh, where the data can be stored uh, which depending on which country you're in it is an important factor to consider that you may and also depending on the type of data you're handling there may be certain restrictions on how the data can be moved and where it can be placed Um, and because it's on your cloud account with Amazon you have full flexibility to uh, store your results and your data um, where you want again Hygen does not see your data. Uh, this is uh, bioinformatics software that runs on your AWS account, um, and uh, it is your workflows, your data, uh, your analysis engine. Um, we just provide the software and support, uh, support you in, in using the software for your analysis. Thanks.
1: Okay, uh, great, thanks. Um, so it does look like we are running up um, Against the time for our webinar. Um, if if you guys have any more questions, please type them in the chat box and we can get back to you via email. Uh, thank you again for attending our webinar today on scaling your bioinformatics with chiogen CLC genomics server and KaiGen CLC genomic cloud engine. I also want to, to thank Jonathan Jacobs for joining us today to present on, on his topic. At this time, I'll now close the session. Have a great rest of your day, everyone.